0: Well, uh, welcome to the Who's he podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And of course, this week we'll be discussing Wild Blue Yonder, the second of the 60th anniversary specials, um, before we see Shooty Gatwa at Christmas. So, uh, let's get straight into it, but first, a little clip.
1: But if we're in space, there's no stars. Where are the stars?
0: We could be inside a dust cloud or a...
1: Mother well, or? Oh. What? No, it's fine. The ship
0: is lost. Fell through a wormhole.
1: Ending up where?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Number. The TARDIS was out of control and it's taken us. The, edge of
1: the
0: universe. Okay, so it's my turn to kick off. We're not waste any time this week, are we? Because there's no news, nothing no. like that. So uh, we're not doing stats anymore because I think oh, no one's interested in that. So we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're we are getting straight into the reviews now. Um, yeah, so let me say this on on first watch after I finished, so, you know, Saturday night got to what was it 7:25 whenever it was when it finished, I. Sort of sat and and thought, well, that was probably the the most awful episode of Doctor I've ever watched in my entire life. I really, re- yeah, I really, really didn't get on with it at all. Um, I I just thought it was, I thought it was terrible. Um, but then I I watched it again. My opinions changed. It's not awful. It's certainly not. I don't think it was brilliant. And I think the biggest reason for that i think was the hype surrounding it
1: yeah i was i was going to say that i think on its own it's a uh, it's a good episode i enjoyed it mm mm-hmm. but i think everybody had been so wound up for this was going to be whatever e- cuz there was really no information came out about it yeah people had you know all the old doctors back and all this oh, in their heads.
0: Certainly, I, I did. I mean, I don't know about you, Paul. I, I, in my mind, oh. I had you know there was going to be, you know, this is the episode we're going to see all the you know previous doctors you know cameo in in some shape or form. But you know, it wasn't to be, was it? No.
1: And I've, well, I mean, you got a multi-doctor episode. Oh, you, you did to a certain degree. Yes. <laughs> You know, what do you want? If you'd said there was going to be two doctors in this, you'd have been happy. (laughs) Um, No, I also wonder, actually, to a certain extent, people have got so wrapped up into these are the 60th anniversary specials. Hmm. If, in some ways, actually, the BBC have got the scheduling wrong here, and maybe we should have had this building up to the the third one being on the 25th of November. So effectively being the 60th anniversary weekend, rather than starting with them then, mm. and yeah. The, yeah, the last one being the 9th of December. Yeah, I, I, I do see what you mean. Um, and I think because, because I suspect the big one is is the one that's coming.
0: I think so. I, I, I think I think you're absolutely on the money with that actually, um, because obviously the most of the clips we've seen are from. Yeah, you know, in the trailers leading up to the, these three specials, area I think a like, yeah. majority of them will come from the first and the second, sorry, the first and the third episode. Um, yeah. So it does. The third episode does seem grander in scale than this, and this was quite. I mean, it was a you know a very small contained story. Yeah. Um, Which actually, story, I quite it? like. I quite like.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah. It's quite. Now, I, I think the, it was quite as- atmospheric and well done. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's just I don't think it was the story everybody was waiting
0: for. No, it wasn't, and I think, and I think this this also crops up later on um, in our feedback section. We we we, know we got from the feedback we got from sort of listeners, um, is that they're waiting for that sixty, you know, or or not just the sixty, but an, an anniversary feel. Yeah, and. I, I, I suppose last week, I, I, again, no, it probably wasn't. It, it wasn't right. an anniversary story. I think, well, I think everyone was so, I mean, including me, I put myself firmly in this camp, actually. Last week I was so wrapped up in the fact that Doctor Who was back and I really enjoyed it. I still really enjoy last week's one. I think it, it was, you know, it, it was fun and, you know, and frothy and, you know, it, it was, it was a, a good return. I thought it was a good return yeah. to form. Um, but then this week it just felt like a like a middle of the series kind of story, Rather than, rather than anniversary special. And it does make yeah. me wonder whether these were actually made as, as David Tennant said, a, a final go around the block for him and Catherine Tate, rather than they were made as part of the 60th anniversary.
1: Well, you, you sort of think that this, that the way it was as a two-handed episode, mm. it was perfect for them two. Oh, yeah. And probably yeah. works best for yeah. them two than any other companions of since... The, Since it came back, since Doctor Who came back. Mm. I mean, it would have been hard to have asked for the new Doctor to do this with a new companion, because it wouldn't have worked. Because it's all about them identifying each other and working out who's the real and who's the imposter. So it needed that connection between...
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's... um...
1: I think, so I think, it had to. Yeah, this isn't something they could have. This wasn't an episode that you could have saved for the new Doctors midway through the new series, with the new Doctor. No, no, certainly not. No, no I'm not saying that at all. I think, it it, I think no. it. it
0: just seemed to be. This was a mid-season kind of story, no. though. It it It's not a celebratory story. No, at all. I mean, and I think, it, and that, it's that, a
1: very. It was very much a character-driven story. Yeah, and I, 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 I was going to say, you know, I think.
0: I mean, I think coming back to my first watch again, that there's there's a couple of reasons why it didn't sort of strike sort of strike home with me. Um, I thought some of the, I like the idea of these these things that mimic the Doctor and or the, the, yeah. the No Things as they call themselves, um, which I think is, is a great idea. I thought some of the some of the execution when it comes to them sort of getting bigger or getting. You know, or, or getting gigantic hands or extra knees or whatever, that looked a little bit ropey in places. It's like they, they pushed the boat out just a little bit too far there. Yeah. So that sort of took me out of it a little bit. Um, when it was just them sort of talking to one another without any fancy effects, I thought that worked a hell of a lot better. I really did because I thought uh, Catherine Tate and David Tennant were, were brilliant in this. Actually, uh, the, the, their yeah. acting was was
1: fantastic. I mean, but... in actual fact, I mean, yeah, the bit where the first bit where they are where you get the other Doctor, if you like, when he comes in while Donna's sorting out the I don't know, it's a filing cabinet, but of, of electronic stuff, mm. um, and just sits down. There's something odd about him. the the, the, the portrayal there be, without. Before you get to the, the the talk about the arms and whatever, mm. that's other otherness to it.
0: Yeah, which I, I thought
1: really. I mean, well, I mean, it's maybe now having watched it back again, the second time that I've, I've sort of more picked that up. Perhaps because I do know what's happening, but I thought that was just brilliant. Just the way he just came in and basically sat down, and then that went into that the conversation there.
0: Yeah, I, I think the. Well, I think that there's another reason reason I didn't enjoy it so much on on the first on the first viewing. That was that was sort of one reason that the effects took me out of it at certain certain places. Um, I think the other thing was I had difficulty understanding what was being said. Right. Um, I couldn't hear the dialogue for for most of it, and um, I think you you, you, you know I, I think that's a common problem with, with television. Full stop. These days, it's not not just you know Doctor Who. Yeah. So I. I try understanding what's what some of the lines, and then, but the bits that were supposed to be scary, you know, like, like the like the the doctor or the, the the no thing doctor contorting to to his head yeah. between his legs, and and then and then running down the the corridor like an animal to get to the robot. Now Scott and Amelia sat down and watched it this Saturday, and when it comes to those scary bits, both of them were howling with laughter. Yeah. and I thought, well, if you can't get a kid to suspend their disbelief or be scared by something like that then you haven't really sort of hit the target so ah. I, so and that and that just took me out of it as well because they were sort of like the idea that you know the, the doctor contorting into that is not something out of um you know people to about the you know, body horror stuff and it wasn't really body horror mm. um i think i've heard comparisons made to um the rebel flesh it's, it's, it's along those kind of things. You know, when when um, Sarah Smart's character morphed into some big creature, didn't she at, the, at yeah. the end of the story? So I sort of I can sort of see the, the you know the the parallels there to a certain degree. But but that's supposed to be a scary moment, and my my two kids were rolling about on the floor laughing. So yeah, that sort of took me out of it somewhat. So at the, the end of that fifty five minutes, apart from the final sort of two, three minutes at the end, which we'll come on to later. Um, yeah, I thought, well, no, I, I really didn't enjoy that one at all. Uh, but then I watched it again. Uh, I put it on, on the iPlayer with the headphones in. I put the subtitles on. I watched it on my own. And this time, I seem to get it a bit more this time round.
1: Yeah. I think I think it's all the dialogue. The, the, yeah. The, the conversations between the... If you like fake Donna and the real Doctor, and vice versa, yeah, were really good. Yeah, yeah, and it was interesting that they mentioned. So you wondered actually, with this coming, with RTD coming back, were we ever going to hear about the Flux again and that period? Hmm. And we did get, a, we did get at least get a mention of it. Well, it sort of it was in a
0: direct this. a direct reference, wasn't it? It was also yeah. a, a, a reference also to the the Doctor not um, not originating from Gallifrey. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, it, it, I mean, he did I think I, I did read something that he was going then to Then you had the scene it, of you know. the
1: Doctor after that conversation, mm. trying to smash up the panels in the corridor.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it yeah. Obviously, all been brought
1: back to him.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I know people are kind of hoping he's going to leave the whole time on his child thing away, and he's, and he's and RTD's already gone on record saying he was not going to do that. Um, so because he said, you know, hey, Chris Chibnall's a friend, and it's there, it's
1: there now. That's it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, is he, is he just going to sort of treat it like he treated the Time War the first time round? Well, he might do. And all it's he, mentioned, yeah. but not really, yeah. And what damage it's done to the Doctor, but rather than actually. Giving you any more information about it?
0: Maybe, maybe. I did you think that that might be sort of just retreading old
1: ground again, though? Um, it depends on how much. I mean, depends on how much he feels he has to. If he doesn't really, if he just wants to sort of acknowledge it, and this this might be the only reference we get. It might be. You know. Yeah. It may be completely. We get a new doctor. It's completely new start sort of thing. But it was just then, basically, just the, in this to say, yes, that did happen, and it's and it has damaged the Doctor. Yeah. But then that might just be it. Yeah, it might be.
0: It might be. Um, what else? There's also, I mean, he's also sowed another little mystery in this as well, which I, I'm I'm kind of assuming will be picked up uh, next week's, in next week's episodes, which is the Mavity line.
1: Yeah. Now... I was beginning. To... I mean, part part of me just actually wants that to be left like that. Now, Who And just you say, Mavity? Em...
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it all through Doctor Who for the rest of the time. Now, it's just going to be it's going to be Mavity <laughs> Wells. It's going to be. Well, I I think
0: the I must admit that's another thing I thought at the beginning. What what the hell was that Isaac Newton thing at the beginning? What what yeah. what you know? What did that add um, to the plot? Because and again, I. So this, this, you, I think this is a thing. You can definitely tell RTD is back because you you get these wildly polarizing episodes week after week. They seem to alternate with them. Yeah. So everybody, everybody last week seemed to genuinely sort of like really across the board love that episode. This week it's been a bit. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I don't think it's quite sort of split fandom down the middle. But there's a lot of there's a lot of you yeah, enjoyed it. Or the, or the the rest of it is, I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, and I, I think I, I was in the the. Uh, I think now I'm still I'm still in the I'm not sure category. Um, but that's the thing. It sort of ended last week on a cliffhanger with the, with the TARDIS sort of blowing up, and then you get this bit of sort of frippery at the beginning. Yeah. Um. I thought, is it not an emergency anymore? Then they land on the spaceship, and then the the thing just sort of you know explodes outwards, doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I I just thought it was the the at the beginning the tone was a little bit up and down. Yeah, I wouldn't say all over the place because it wasn't all over the place. It was just sort of like a bit. That's a bit of a a bit of a weird way to for me anyway. If I just thought it was a bit of a weird way to start the episode off. Um, and I know that the I know people are uh, are probably a little bit upset about the casting of Isaac Newton. By using yeah. uh, an actor of you know you know you know as a person of color, um, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it, what they call it, color blind casting, you know, he's it, barely there, not even there five minutes, so no, you know, it
1: doesn't. I mean, doesn't yeah, matter, no, it didn't, know. it didn't, didn't bother me, and I'm not quite sure that it's something that I'd ever get that. I think I think the reason being because it was a, a
0: historical character who we know to be white. And because now they've, they've cast this, um, was it Nathaniel? I can't remember what his surname is now, actually. Um, I know he was in It's a Sin, wasn't he? I think that's another reason why RTD yeah. casting it, because he, you know, he's worked with him before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I'd say he was barely in it. Then they sort of... But that was, I, I was sure that was just there to set up the whole Mavity thing. And is that, and they also yeah. cause this ripple through time and a change of history yeah. as well, I mean, which you is... Sort of, you, yeah. you
1: sort of think, is, is that, because, yeah... Is that the whole point on that?
0: Yeah, and that's this, and also uh, that the, the whole thing with the doctor, with the the superstition. He said he invoked a superstition yeah. at the very edge of creation. Yeah. So, um, and is he? And I suppose we're now. I'm now thinking. You know, is he now responsible for the toy maker coming back? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. You know, we could be sort of kind of adding two and two and coming up with five here. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it seems yeah, to definitely. suggest that, wouldn't it?
1: I mean, but like I said I'd quite, I, mean, I do think it probably is the Mavity thing he's going to but I would just love it if it just was just some <laughs> completely random thing that gets put in and then yeah we're stuck with we're that stuck now. with that we're <laughs> stuck
0: with that oh dear oh dear yeah it's um... now there was um, another thing as well coming back to Isaac Newton again when when uh, Donna says about Isaac Newton I didn't know he was so hot and the doctor agrees and he just said oh well that's who I am now um, so, now, did you think this, this, this regeneration sort of like, um, well, this will been hinting at, it, it's like an in-between kind of thing, because you, you're getting um, sort of the 15th Doctor sort of coming to the surface, or it, it's still because he's now been, uh, the Doctor was a woman
1: previously, that that's now come yeah. to the surface a bit more? I don't... I mean, that, that sort of was my take on it, was the fact that his brain hasn't... Is still between. Mm. I, you know, because we had the the psychic paper last week, didn't we? Saying mistress. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Rather than master, and he was saying he's not quite. Not quite caught up yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it could be that. I. But you know, it's not necessarily. I don't think that much of a issue to me. I don't think. No, no, it's. it's I don't. I don't know. I mean, I. no, I didn't mess- massively pick it, you know, as as up as anything like that.
0: No, I'm just, I'm just getting to wonder if that's not kind of another little little sort of plot point that he's sort of seeded yeah. um, there potentially. Yeah. You know, who, who knows really? But um, yeah, I, I, I certainly think on the on the second episode. I, I, I mean, I the did, problem
1: is you're talking yeah. to the person who doesn't really want his doctor to ever think of sex. Well, <laughs> I, know, know I know, I know. Mean.
0: We 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 are still in that that age group aren't we you know you know yeah. the, 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 no hanky panky in the tardis uh and yeah well that's that's modern so, television now isn't it you so, know, I'm, so. I'm,
1: more, I'm i'm more i'm i that 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 probably gets me more than the fact of whether it's a man or a woman that he's saying is hot
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i i i no, i, I agree paul I, I i'm just of the of that old school dr fan i'd you know I don't want to see the Doctor getting romantically entangled because it never needed that previously. Um, no, um, for me, it's just one of the things I, I could, you know, happily live without. But that's yeah, that's modern television. That's modern Doctor Who. So you either you're either on board with it or you don't watch it. Really,
1: <laughs> that's that's a bottom yeah. line. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, it doesn't. Like I say, it it doesn't really bother me. But it was just the fact that if any, I'm probably more bothered about the Doctor finding. Anybody hot rather than who it is? <laughs> oh, there. Well, I mean, you know, I think
0: the. Um, I, th- I think that's the thing. Coming back to s- some of the, the effects, I think the the spaceship looks fantastic. It, it really did, yeah. um, and I like the thing with it, sort of being in sort of the edge of the, you know the edge of the universe, and there's nothing there. Which yeah. I, I, I quite like the fa- that that fact, and um,
1: and the whole explanation of it as to why there's no stars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's just we are that far out that they just they haven't reached us yet Yeah, there's no
0: there's no light hasn't actually reached this point. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. it's quite a I mean, I'd say I wouldn't say it's an, an overly action packed episode. This thing, but there was a lot of themes in there when you when you actually sort of stop and think about it, they're actually sort of quiet, quite scary actually I mean, yeah. imagine sort of like that there is nothing yeah you know that that's quite it's quite a difficult concept to um to grasp actually and yeah. even the doctor says that himself doesn't he um to donna you know you, you 21st century humans they can't understand it you know that yeah, at the edge of the universe there is nothing there is an edge to what you think is infinite um so yeah it's um yeah i i think it's quite a a scary a scary thing and i think I think the other comparison made to a, another RTD, sorry, actually was Midnight because you got the whole thing. They weren't copying to, to that no. degree, stealing you know, stealing their voice or anything. So I, I, I'm not sure whether that actually fits or not. That
1: comparison. I think it was just the, as much the the psychological yeah bit of being trapped on a spaceship with something that you're not sure what it's trying to do.
0: Yeah. And you not sure who's who either? Yeah, as well, I think was the um, was was the, was the good thing. Uh, but and, yeah. and again, and, it, and as we said earlier, it did show off the sort of the acting talents of Catherine Tate and David Tennant. To, yeah, you know,
1: and I I, yeah. I, 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 I do get the feeling that RTD just thought to himself, "I've got these two back. If you are going to bring them back, then give them something to really show off in." Mm. And that's what he's done. Yeah. And I, I think it was just the fact that the 60th is, is as much an excuse to have brought them back. To do I mean, it might be that this is the episode he really wanted to do. And the 60th was the, was the excuse to bring these two... to be able to bring these two back. Maybe. Without, maybe. You know? Rather than, as we all think, oh, this is almost like the filler episode. <laughs> this could really be the one that he wanted to do, which is why he never... Which was why it was so secret.
0: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this was a filler episode. I mean, you've only got three episodes, no. so you, you you can't really have yeah. sort of filler. Yeah, really, but pe- people but have
1: sort of said this isn't. Oh, this isn't special. Where's well, the sixtieth special about I, this? I kind. I I do kind of agree with with that. I'd, as
0: I, as I said mm-hmm. earlier, it's like a middle of a series type of episode yeah. where you know you do have to spend too much money on actors and, and everything. You just start, like, you know, it's just like a. What used to call it's not a Doctor Light episode, but you see what I mean, though. It's that sort of, yeah, that
1: sort of thing. Um, but in the past, that's ne- that's not actually necessarily been a bad thing. No, we've had some. I mean, take for example Midnight, actually, yeah.
0: um, and also Blink as well. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> it, it does it does work in its favour. I know people say, sort of like, "Oh, where's the Doctor?" But. Um, now you think back on those episodes, and they they've been sort of sort of regarded as sort of modern classics of Doctor Who. Yeah, um, like ma- side, maybe idea. one day I, this I, will I, be. I, felt, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: think yeah, I, I think this one once it's got away from the, the hype and perhaps the you know the not being the episode everybody wanted, when it can actually be just be viewed, we we can take a bit of time and look back at it mm. to see and just take it as it is as an episode of Doctor Who. I think it probably will be looked upon more favourably than perhaps people are now. Yeah, I think if if he hadn't built up the hype around
0: this one, yeah, I think it might have been viewed a little bit more favourably hmm. by by, well, by, by I mean, a lot of people because that whole thing yeah. of the we had the trans with, with all that redacted stuff in there. Uh, I thought yeah. I think that got a lot of people thinking. There's there's a big surprises in this one. Um, and it didn't turn out to be the case. I think people are more. I think people are saying, "Oh, well, you know, I didn't like it. I hated it," or, or they just sort of are oh, not sure. I think it's just disappointment more than anything. I think that's
1: what they're trying to convey yeah. there. Yeah, I think they're just
0: disappointed it wasn't. Yeah, old I mean, and, to, and, or, you know.
1: and to an extent, I mean, it is difficult if you look back at it and say, "Well, what could you really have shown a lot as trailers for this, without actually spoiling it?" You know. Well, there wasn't a lot, there really, is was a, there? No. Yeah. You know, no. You know, the minute you show two doctors, you know, together or as such, it's it's going to be odd anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, like I say, I, I I do wonder. Perhaps had the had the the show timing been different, had we had last week's episode on the eighteenth of November, eleventh uh, of November, this on the eighteenth, and then next week's on the twenty fifth.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: We might have been a lot more inclined to accept this one. Or people might have been a lot more inclined to accept this one, knowing that next week's was gonna be the big episode. Of course now if next week's is not that big either (laughs) 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 then we we may be having a different art different different, Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah we we could But you suspect it is from clips you've seen of that one. That does look as if it's quite a a picture a picture like episode, doesn't it?
0: It does, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be sort of like sort of quite grand in its scale, doesn't it? Next week, yeah. uh, but we'll uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I think the yeah, I think I think the other thing people I think people were expecting that robot to play a larger part because that sort of started to form some of the uh, some of the, the episode posters, didn't it? With that in the background, yeah. and it didn't really it didn't do anything at all pre- apart from press the, the the button at the end of the end of the episode, really.
1: Which, which was the point. It it was so low-key thing yeah they they couldn't copy it yeah but i think at the end of the day or work out what it was doing but i I
0: think the point i'm trying to make though is again it was built up as if it was going to play a larger part of the episode and it it didn't did it that was the no yeah i I think that's the thing i I, I don't know whether it's a a clever thing or not but it seems to subvert everybody's expectations
1: yeah i mean there's been many a Many a podcast we've done where we've moaned about the fact that we know what's going to happen in next week's episode or mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, good him keeping it quiet. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, he, the hype
0: was built up around this one. And I think that's... Yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's been this episode's undoing. And it was for me on the first watch. I've got to be perfectly honest, it was.
1: Um, and maybe, you know, more for me for falling into that trap. And but, the point is, if they if they'd have come out and said, "This is not a multi doctor episode. There is no old doctors in this." People would have just gone, "Yeah, you're saying that now." Wouldn't well, that that they? was. So I re- don't think I don't think that would have helped, to be honest. No, would well, you know what? That was a really weird thing because the director,
0: um, I think, was it Tom King, the epi- director of this episode. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, he tweeted Tom after um, the Star Beast aired. Because everyone's getting really yeah. ramped up for this, for, for, you know, for um, Wild Blue Yonder. Yeah. And he actually more or less said in his tweet, you know, don't get your hopes up. It, there's, there's, you know, there's not, there's not, you know, there's not loads of other characters in this one. So he, he almost yeah. sort of like was trying to temper that. Yeah. um but that people just didn't believe him.
1: Oh no, of course not. They said, ah, it's a double bluff. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, I don't know really what they could have done to have to have quelled the. The hype that <laughs> I don't was coming. Know. I really don't know. I you know, and know. like I say, there, there wasn't really a lot they could show from it. No, from the episode that would have either a made any sense or b helped quell the, the hype. <laughs> so you know, I can understand. It just was. Like, let, let it go. Just let, let, put it out there and see and see how it goes. See how it
0: goes. Yeah, yeah. The I think the, uh, I, think the uh, I
1: mean. The
0: one other thing I want to talk
1: about before we get onto the
0: you know the final scene uh of of this story is I just want to say just how good was Catherine Tater's as playing Evil Donna. Yeah. Especially at the end when she gets on board the TARDIS. Yeah. And there was a moment I thought is he really going to now travel with Donna's doppelganger right up until next week. Yeah.
1: I I did see that is that the twist for yeah, next week?
0: Yeah. I I thought is is this where this is going? Uh but then he sort of you know no it wasn't the case and he used the, the many ramps inside the TARDIS to eject her um out, yeah. outside again. Uh but uh yeah it's yeah, I, I really enjoyed that bit actually, the because it it was no dialogue as such, it was just the look she was giving and the sort of the swagger. Yeah. As she was walking yeah. towards the doctor, she 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 won basically. Yeah, yeah that's it. I I really like that bit. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that was uh, one one of my one of my sort of one of my highlights really. But um, but no, as I say, you know, and I'll keep going back to the effects. And we've watched Doctor Who for for decades, Paul. And Doctor Who's never been renowned for its special effects,
1: has it? So it, we we shouldn't no. really, you know, or I shouldn't really sort of take issue with it. But I, th- I think I think we've sort of all got carried away by the link to Disney, haven't we? I think we have well did you know what though? in mean, certain places it looked amazing.
0: Yeah. You know, it looked it looked great. I mean like the you know the, the actual interior of the spaceship which was you know a CG uh CGI render uh which was have you watched the um Doctor Who Unleashed for this episode. Yes. Yeah. So the way they did it where well, they had it in camera like an unfinished yeah. version, so they could see get the camera angles right, and so it's amazing how, how they do it. Uh, so that looked really good. The way it reconfigured itself every time it counted down, I thought looked you know looked amazing. And the exterior of the spaceship looked brilliant as well. But it was just sort of like where it sort of let itself down it was a bit when they, they were using like the little hover buggy thing to travel that. Yeah. That looked a bit very green screeny. Um, and again, when it got to the the, the large Doctor and Donna chasing them down the corridor. Again, that didn't look that great either. And it, again, it just looked green screen. And it, it seemed to be sort of wildly varied. That you know the, the level of effects in this one, uh, which I thought would just—that's what sort of took me, took me out of it on the first watch. But I think on the second watch, I know what's coming now, and I don't care. Yeah, I'm watching it for you know I'm watching it for you know for. Other reasons now, but uh, yeah, I just thought that that was a little bit again up and down, you know, um, you know like like the, uh, the the tone was at the beginning of the of the story. Yeah, So uh, yeah,
1: but I mean, I, no, I mean oh, yeah, I, I think I mean they're, they're still, I suspect, playing with what they can do to a certain extent as well now. Mm, you know, yeah, they've probably got that bit more money to spend, but they're quite they're still not quite perhaps where they feel they. Their ambition is still higher than their... Well, they're still using Millennium FX,
0: yeah, to 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 do stuff. And I, I don't know what whether they're equipped to go to that. Oh, I don't know. Let's just say let's just call it the you know the Disney level. What, what we're used to seeing yeah. for a television pro and things like you know, let's say the Mandalorian, for argument's yeah.
1: sake. Um, and there's still probably a different. I mean, there still is going to be a difference in. Well it is, I mean I mean the kit they've got to money. use is worth, you know, millions.
0: You know. Yeah. But I suppose with the effects companies that the you know, Bad War for the BBC are using for these, their 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 kit is probably worth a few hundred thousand. Yeah. And to, and to people that's a lot of money, but I think in effects terms that's a that's a big difference. Yeah. And it does and that does affect the quality of the effects you can deliver. So and I cont- you can tell they're pushing it to the to the limits, aren't they? Yeah. You know. You know. The, you know. I can't. I'm not faulting their ambition at all. Um, it says I'll come across the, as the world's worst snob here, but
1: I um, mean, oh, no, To be honest, I'm, I, I, I quite quite endears me the Doctor Who <laughs> <that> he still. He's <laughs> still got that 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 factor yeah.
0: to it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you
1: mean. I I, I think if it just got too swish, it would all be a bit. Hmm. Is this still the same program? <laughs> Well, I, I think, I think
0: people of our age group are coming from from a different perspective than, say, a, you know, a modern audience, because they're just yeah. used to everything bright and shiny. We're not. We we remember when Doctor Who was was literally made with you know, hmm. brown paper and sealing wax, you know. So we, we we're, we're we're kind of used to the the um, those effects. But I think now people yeah. are just that little bit more exacting, and I'm, I'm I've just done exactly
1: the same thing. And was it RTD said about people you know, expect you to be making the new Genesis or the new caves of Androzani? goes, and I've made the new underworld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i on like, hey, the edge of, you, edge of the universe and everything's done by special Facts. effects. Exactly.
0: Everything's render <laughs> in the background, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the quest is the quest.
1: <laughs> now. Which actually I, then made me oh wonder... Why the TARDIS has now all got ramps, it's because K9's coming back. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't be adverse to that, Paul. I really wouldn't. Right. I really wouldn't. As long as it's not that that bloody awful one they use for that, that <laughs> new series in they set in Australia, pretend to be Britain, but mm. <laughs> The poochy version of K9. <laughs> um, now, obviously we we I, I suppose the thing that everybody I think could agree on and enjoyed in this episode was the which now, as it turns out, is the final appearance of Bernard Cribbins in Doctor Who. Oh, the fi- final appearance of Bernard Cribbins,
1: wasn't it on A TV? Full stop.
0: Clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was expecting him to be more. it, it had be next week's one as well. Uh, but when I saw at the end credits, you know, you know, in loving memory of Bernard Cribbins, I thought, oh, okay, maybe that's it.
1: And then with the Doctor, I get Doctor the- Unleashed, I- it com- it basically confirmed it, didn't it? So, yeah, yeah, but was, wasn't there a suggestion that there perhaps was going to be more, but it just wasn't possible? Yeah, that, that RTD did
0: write more scenes for him, but he was just too old yeah. and frail and or yeah. ill, really, to, to you know to do any more, uh, which is a, yeah. a you know a real Although,
1: show. I mean, but even just the bit in Unleashed where the backstage with him backstage just made me laugh with him. Mm. He, he still had it there. Oh God, it? yeah, the,
0: yeah. It, it was just, just it was just think. great to see. Bernard Crimmins again as Wilf. I think it's yeah. one of the one of the best characters that RTD's ever come up with. I think actually, I really do. Um, yeah. I, I, and again, he managed to get Bernard Crimmins to play the part. Yeah. So it, it's well, it's a, a win win situation for me to be honest with you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it was just nice to see you know the you know David Tennant act with him again and, and Catherine Tate yeah. as well. It was, it was just a really really nice moment. To, to yeah. round off the episode before it all, everything went bang at the end.
1: But yeah, that we did actually get that almost goodbye to him, rather than him just being talked about as being in the the care home. And yeah, whatever. I mean, they could have quite
0: easily just left it
1: at that, and because uh, you were thinking yeah. last week, were they? Would they cut out? Yeah, because I, I was just wondering yeah. whether you know whether what what he had shot because obviously he had been on set mm. whether. whether because the, he didn't complete uh-huh. the other bits that was written, whether the, it was just a case of actually we can't use that at all, and we'll have to shoot something else to to link, yeah. you know. Yeah, but obviously they could. So, well, yeah, but
0: obviously that next one they I'm have to now. Don't know there's got to be an explanation yeah. as to why Wilf isn't, you know. Yeah, look at that. It going to be oh, he's he's somewhere safe and. Yeah. That's it, that's all you need to know, really. Yeah.
1: Oh. oh, my goodness. Donna! <laughs> oh, my goodness, Donna! <laughs> I said so! Oh.
0: Wilfred Mott. Oh, now I feel better.
1: <laughs> now nothing is wrong, ah. nothing in the whole wide world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, wee old soldier. I never thought I'd see you again after all these years. Oh, Doctor, that lovely face. <laughs> it's like springtime. And Donna's got her memory back.
0: Without dying, which I recommend. Yeah, well,
1: I knew it. I never lost faith. I said, he won't let us down He'll come back and save us. Save no,
0: us no it was really was lovely to, to see him again. It really was. Yeah. Um, I think that's the... Do you know what? I think that was the... The one thing I was most excited about when they announced the the 60th anniversary specials, uh, and I saw set photos of Bernard Cribbins again, I thought, excellent, yeah. he's back. Yeah, uh, it, it's just such a, such a shame we only got him for that one scene though. But I'd rather have that one yeah. scene than none at all.
1: Yeah, really would. Yeah, do. I think so. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, it was nice to see him doing what he still obviously enjoyed doing. Yes, indeed,
0: indeed. Because he, he said, um, you know, he hadn't retired. Just sort of like people don't don't employ me anymore. He says, "I'm 93," you know. So yeah, but
1: uh, no, no, it was I'm great the, to see. There, on, on, a, on a on a logical insurance point of view that you couldn't, you know, actually, probably RTD knew that there was a chance something might happen. Yeah. So it all, so there yeah. obviously was contingencies that if he couldn't shoot the other field, whereas if you couldn't really have employed him likely to employ him if you knew he had to film every scene you had planned
0: yeah i don't think the uh the insurance would have covered it really would no, it no sadly. no no yeah, it's a pity it is a pity but
1: uh, but no but it no. was nice that he did
0: yeah exactly You've got to, get see, to got to see him one last time exactly yeah. exactly um anything else you want to add Paul before we move on to our sort of listeners
1: um no i think that's that's pretty much it still now looking forward to next week's and yeah, wondering same here. yeah same. Where, where things Where's it gonna take us indeed. Yeah. indeed. What 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 of what has happened in the first two specials that is gonna be significant and is it even gonna be something that we've picked up on?
0: Well, yeah, I mean we've we've you know, we've we've had the thing that last week with the you know, the boss. We've got the whole yeah. Mavity thing We've got the yeah. um, The superstition Being invoked At the edge of creation Obviously I think What we saw at the end Of this episode I think yes There has been a Knock on effect uh, yeah. And I suppose next week We'll see To what degree That is hmm. I'm sure but, uh, Well okay then So um, That's what we Thought of this episode But now let's go over To see what our listeners Saw in our Feedback section And as per last week, we have cast our net far and wide across our social media platforms. And thankfully, we got uh, responses from some of our listeners and followers. So um, thanks very much, everybody who wrote in to us. So let's crack on then and start off with our feedback via X or Twitter, as it was previously known as. And first up, we have Mick Minus, your host with the most. And Mick says, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It had interesting sci-fi concepts, but you can't deliver that in an anniversary. This was Shooty's second episode in a full series. I'll be fine with it, but now we got punked. Now, this is sort of a, a sort of a familiar thread we're going to come across as we go through uh, through all this feedback we got here. But uh, next up, we had Angelina Jacob, and Angelina says, I generally had a blast watching it. I think the biggest problem is the pacing. This is a two-parter, right? Um I I think we can say yes it does lead into the next one and maybe there are some maybe some themes that will uh, carry over into next week um, next up we have Ben Rush uh, hi Ben and Ben says as the middle story of an anniversary miniseries it seemed a wasted episode. As its own thing, it felt like uh, RTD was trying to do a Moffat-type story, but hadn't quite got it. The cast was spot on, and seeing the surprise at the end made me a little weepy. But in total, a 7 out of 10. Thank you, Ben. Uh, next up we have Shep's Deep Dive Hello Shep, it's been a while since we have heard from you mate um, And Shep says It worked but the first 10 minutes needed more suspense As it felt a bit slow Then with the music score it crept up And I was satisfied Like the contentment you get after searching for a toilet For an hour and a half Great to see you Will for an acknowledgement of the Flux Roll on next week Thank you Shep And lastly on Twitter we have Barson Amberisi writer Uh, I'm not quite sure what that means actually But uh, there we go So um, he says Wasn't too sure about it Kind of liked it Kind of didn't And think it's going to take another watch To make up my mind But was happy Stroke sad With the appearance of Wilf at the end Just the perfect tribute To Bernard Cribbins Yes I think that was uh, I think that's what everybody thought there actually It was just so great to see uh, Bernard Cribbins once more Now uh, moving on to our Facebook uh, Feedback and first, we have Richard Hardman, and Richard says, Base Under Siege and Midnight Part 2. If you'll follow Big Finish, this is very similar to 8th Doctor and Charlie episode, so. I think that's how you pronounce it, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it still doesn't feel like an anniversary story. Better than last week, though. 6.5 out of 10. Thank you, Richard. Uh, next, we have Andy Nunny. and Andy says, Harder than last week, a psychological battle. Confused, but it was meant to be so. Okay, yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was. Thanks, Andy. Uh, next up, we have Steve Powell. Uh, Steve says, A bit of a mess, tonally all over the place. But I enjoyed this more instantly than episode one. Bits of the CGI were stunning, bits were really shonky. I agree about the similarities to so, uh, as Richard uh, said earlier. Uh, I'm just not getting that celebratory anniversary vibe. Yet. Okay, thank you, Steve. Next up, we have Jeff Waddle. And Jeff says, A poor remake of Midnight. If this was classed as a Tenant Stroke tape mini series, I'd understand. And I wouldn't watch. But my goodness, this was classed as the 60th anniversary celebration. I'll be celebrating when done. This is what the shooty Gatwick era is going to be like. R.I.P. Thank you, Jeff. And as usual, Jeff doesn't sit on the fence. Uh, next up, we have Ian Key. Hi, Ian. Ian says... Honestly disappointed and can't see why it was hyped by RTD. The effects looked very cheap at times. That could have been my TV, but I don't think it was. And whilst it may have been a reasonably clever story, it dragged on a bit. Only thing of note were the final three minutes with Mr. Cribbins. Yes, there is definitely a theme here with the, with the love for Bernard Cribbins there. Um, next up, we have Russ Hilton. Russ says... Well, having caught up with the second of Doctor Who's 6th anniversary specials, what a huge disappointment it was to me personally. Oh, the performances were at their usual high standards and it looked great, but against all the hype and build-up that it was given, for me, it simply didn't measure up. The only storyline positives for me were the mention of the heads, if you know, you know, and the uh, the all-too-brief appearance of the legend that was Bernard Cribbins. Overall, Wild Blue Yonder was like most of your school reports, could do better. Okay, thank you, Russ. And lastly, we have John Michael Lindsay. And John Michael says, so my first question is, why did Isaac Newton suddenly change race? No problem with it if it was a fictional character. But when it's a historical person who we know wasn't, why do it? Oh, hang on, have I just fallen into the middle-aged white male trapper that GB News wanted me to? <laughs> See what you did there, John Michael. Um, he continues, The main story this week felt like a crossover between the Rebel Flesh and Midnight, with an element of base under siege thrown in. It seemed initially like an interesting idea, but just didn't quite pay off. The part where the doubles are trying to figure it out seemed to work well, but it started to drift downhill from there. The hints towards the timeless child make me wonder if this will be pushed any further as we go forwards. moment of the episode has to go to the final appearance of a beloved and greatly missed Bernard Cribbins. Magnificent to see him again. Doctor Who Unleashed has a fitting tribute to him, although it doesn't mention his original encounters with the Daleks. Yes, it doesn't mention the, uh, the feature films at all, does it? Uh, but uh, he, f- he finished off with fun f- a fun fact. My wife played Hippolyta in *A Midsummer Night's Dream* with Nathaniel Curtis, who played Isaac Newton, as Puck in *Bournemouth 2007*. Small world, John Michael. Small world. Well, thanks everybody for writing in. It does seem to be a bit uh, hit and miss for people um, this week. I suppose the uh, sort of the general loving that was uh, <laughs> that was last week's episode. So, um, thanks again everybody for writing in. We will of course be asking for your feedback uh, for the giggle as well. So, uh, thanks again, and right now it's back to Paul and me. So, that's it for another week, then. So, uh, yeah, so Paul and I will be back. um, We're hoping to be back a little bit earlier next week, aren't we? Yes. Yes, I think we're we're hopefully back on. uh, Maybe sort of get the episode out on Sunday night, or maybe sort of early, uh, sort of Sunday, uh, Monday morning, or something. Not Sunday morning, bloody hell! <laughs> I
1: was gonna say, yeah, we're going we're to record it Sunday, Sunday evening, and we hope to get it out Sunday morning. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's uh, that's the magic we work at <laughs> That Tardis. You've been building over the last year has paid off. Hasn't it, it has indeed. <laughs> Uh, you thought it was just bits of
0: wood and plastic, mate. No, it was a working TARDIS I was building. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, dear. Right, so until next week then, folks, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye
1: from me, Paul. Goodbye.
0: thanks for listening you can download this podcast from itunes amazon podcast spotify and through your podcatcher of choice if you would care to leave us some feedback on itunes that would be very much appreciated you can also find us on twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast on the who's he podcast facebook group and through our website who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk